Welcome back, everybody. It is Scott Steen, a lead handicapper over at winnersandwiners.com. And I'm your co-host, Scott Rochelle, senior handicapper over at winnersandwiners.com. And, and for some reason, we are flip-flopped again. I am on the left this time, and Scott is on the right. It's a world gone mad. It's going. It, it, well, if people are uncomfortable, they can just put their screen up to a mirror. And it, Could sh- be. it should work out right, right? Yeah. Something like that. All right. Hey, welcome to our top 25 college football prediction show. It's the fastest growing prediction show. No, I don't know about all that. (laughs) We've done it for over a year, so it's there. We have been. We've been hanging around. We have been doing it for a while. We have been doing it for a while. Um, All right. Well, it's a shout out to everybody that's in the comment section. We had a we uh, had about 85 live last hour, Scott, as we did our uh, as we did our heading back to the window show for Friday. That's not bad, right? Yep, sounds pretty, pretty good. Pretty cool. So, well, that's the good news. Let's let's talk about some bad news, brother. <laughs> it uh, it wasn't a great week for the home team last week. As all you need to know is, I went one and two, and uh, you won. Picked up a game. Yeah. As wasn't I, good for me. I had no. uh, Valparaiso laying 19 against, you know him, you love him. It's Presbyterian. And uh, Presbyterian. They jumped up and bit us. Yeah, they did. He, we t- kept talking about it was probably going to happen. They, they were going to seven out. They couldn't just keep throwing numbers forever, and they did. God bless Valpo, though. Up 18, Scott. What'd they do? They tried to go for two. <laughs> they, went, they went for it. Full steam ahead. They went for two. Up 18. Why would you do that, buddy? Because the spread's 19. <laughs> do you think that's the reason? No. I think the reason was because they wanted to force him to kick an extra extra point. That's just, yeah, I, <laughs> I don't think 19 or 20 makes a hell of a difference. So, uh, good to see Browns backer here. Says, back your dreams. We're your ticket out. Uh, we're, that's right. Oh, I like that. That's like, um, so yeah, I had Valparaiso lost on that one. I did have Pitt. They took care of business. Georgia Southern plus 19 and a half. Scott, any idea how much they lost by? Uh, I believe it was 20. It was 20. That's correct. I lost that one by half a point. Lose the Valpo game. Uh, Scott, you had Valpo as well. Who else did you have that did that did, did, did you dirty? I had Baylor against TCU. I had TCU. I, they I, switched premium, quarterbacks. The yeah, they switched quarterbacks and brought in, I don't know, Matt Stafford. Uh, Morris was nuts. He had 460-something passing yards. Kicked my ass. And I had UCF. Minus 12 and a half against Tulane. Only gave up 10 points. One by four. <laughs> Not ideal. Uh, brutal. Uh, Nathan's back in the house. T-Train's here. Welcome back. Browns backers talking about welcome back, Mr. Cater. Mr. Cater, it's way before your time, man. You you probably only know Gabe Kaplan as an old poker player, don't you, Scott? Kind of, yeah. Do, do you know who Gabe Kaplan is? Former poker player. <laughs> that's how I, That's where I know him from. Okay. All right. Very good. Good answer. Good answer. Yeah. All right. So this is kind of, we're going to kind of do this on the fly because my prep time, my study time was all taken away by not having electricity. So, uh, uh, Scott actually drinking a beer. No, that is, uh, that is green tea. My friend, I, John Cena, I don't drink much anymore. I crammed a lot of drinking in to about the first 45 years of my life. Well, no, I didn't. Uh, let's, let's say the first 30 years of my life. I drank from about 15 to 45 to 50, somewhere in there. And I really just, I don't enjoy it anymore. I don't have any fun. I, you know, I'm not, I, I didn't have any problems with it or just, it just became boring to me. I just, I don't, I don't get much of a buzz. I, I don't enjoy, I don't enjoy the buzz. I, I enjoy a nice Keef Soda on occasion, but uh, 
I drink socially. That's really the only time I do it. Yeah, that, that's a lie because you play shot games with your buddies watching sports on TV. That's social. That's not social. That's there's <laughs> another person taking shots. Is not... I don't know if you've ever played that drinking game. Putting a, a random game on TV. Start betting drive props with your friends for drinks. It's great. It's great stuff. I highly recommend it. It's very, great. very good. Um. Uh, T train says, in case I lose power, I could lose power too. We could go totally fucking dark in the middle of this. Uh, best play is Penn State plus one and a half. Okay. All right. So, uh, if you guys have any questions about games that aren't in the top 25, drop them in there, um, knowing that we will get to the top 25 eventually. So, um, we're going to do it. We're going to do them on order. Hell, Scott, let's, uh, let's fire it up. So, anyway, I was getting ready to make excuses. This is kind of going to be on the fly. It's not normally the, it's not. It's not going to be the uh, organized, smooth-running, uh, streamlined show that it usually is. That's what I'm saying to you. No power, though. I mean, you were handicapping college football games in like 1855. I'm on. I'm on my phone. You had, can- you had candles. You had some like feather in a pen, and you were just writing down the spread. <laughs> I had to do it on my phone, like the pilgrims yeah. did. It's, it's, it's just fucking. Mm-hmm. Just, how do you? You got you because you know when I handicap games like you, I'm, I've got like eight tabs open and shit. I'm looking at. I'm looking at Pro Football Focus, and I'm looking at stats, and I'm looking at ESPN, and on my phone, I'm like, oh, this is just fucking ridiculous. I can't believe the Pilgrims had a rock, but they didn't have an iPhone charger. It's not right. <laughs> thank you. Yeah, All right, let's get, it, let's get it fired up here, Scott. The Arkansas Razor Hogs, they're back. Uh, they are minus two and a half point favorites over the LSU Go Tigers. Who you got there, buddy? You liking you some Razor Hogs, or is this LSU team for real? I'm going to give props to LSU for keeping it close against Alabama. Last week, the defense actually looked good. The offense did not. It was just a really awful offensive showing, and I don't think that they have really good quarterback play. I'm going Arkansas. I think this team is definitely the more talented team. They were in the top 25 earlier this year, and as we know now, they are in the top 25 again. This team's good, and I think Pittman's a good coach. Give me Arkansas. You worry about them on the road at all? A little bit. Uh, that's why it's always tricky to take an SEC team on the highway. But LSU's defense has been, I'd say, underwhelming for most of the year. Now the offense has some problems. Arkansas, we know Jefferson's a good quarterback. They have solid weapons. The defense can be pretty hit or miss. But I do think from top to bottom, they're a better team. I'll take Arkansas. All right. Yeah, and I don't I don't blame you. I think Arkansas is the better team here. Obviously, LSU has had... Uh... <laughs> had some serious problems, but uh, I, I like them at home. Arkansas has played just two road games this year. They played against BAM and they played against Georgia. Um, How did those go? Uh, they didn't go well, but I'll, I'll be the first to admit we did, probably didn't learn much. No. But uh, as far as the, the total is a far more intriguing thing. Um, Scott, somebody said, I, Scott looks like they're in Whitman's protection. Which one? Me or Scott? Me or me You or... have the stuff in the background, so it's definitely me because I got the clear... Uh, you know, background, and it looks like I just walked into a police lineup. Jay Good said it was e- easier in 1855, only four teams. <laughs> mm-hmm. God, are they playing again? Good God. Uh, and no forward passes, so you, you didn't have to worry about half the stats. <laughs> they played good pass defense. Well, everybody played good pass defense. Uh, as far as the total goes, eesh, eesh. Uh... I'm going to lean under. All right. Um, you know what? I'll fade you. I'll, I'll go over. It's a, it's a really, 
That's a really tight call for me, but uh, I think I think the spread and the total can go either way. Yes. So I'll go with the under. LSU's defense, I'll give them props. They look good last game. Maybe some of that rolls over. Arkansas, you mentioned struggles on the road. Maybe it might take them a little bit of time to get going. But I'm really just not a fan of LSU's quarterback situation. So I do think you'll see a couple of long drives that might settle with field goals or maybe just turnover on downs. I am going to go with the under. Okay, good enough. Uh, interesting game, Scott, to uh, 3 p.m. or excuse me, 2 p.m. Eastern time. That is Utah at Arizona. This Utah team, buddy, don't look now. They're the real. Forget dude. about Utah. Arizona won a game. Look at that. Yeah, I know. They won a game. How, how about them? How is a major college program that shitty? I mean, I'm, and I'm not talking about Vanderbilt or KU. I'm talking about a team that's uh, at least been competitive in the past. You remember when Arizona was good at basketball and football? Yeah, ex- exactly. Um, oh, 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 and the... Uh, John Cena said it looked like it was in the witness protection when I was in the hotel room. Oh. I'm on the run, but I had to stop and make videos. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I've got to go. Yeah, Arizona, and it doesn't seem that long ago, Scott. Um, and this Utah... Well, when Khalil Tate left, the whole team fell apart. Well, it does seem that way. And this is a Utah team that took a while to get going. You know, they, they struggled early in the season. They lost two of their first three, but you know what? In retrospect, those losses to San Diego state and BYU don't look all that bad. Um, and then they, and then they've uh, been on a winning streak. They've won five of six. They've covered four of six. Uh, I know we mentioned during the conference previews, we both thought Utah was a dark horse to win the conference. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And now, and now they're in the driver's seat there in the South. Uh, it's really tough to like Arizona on the spot. Yes. They won a game. Is the entire team hung over for being one and eight instead of zero and nine or whatever? Maybe. I mean, they won ten three. It's not like they lit it up offensively. Stanford's not a good team. You go in on the road and win fifty two to seven. That's impressive. I don't care who you're playing against. Give me Utah. Agreed. Agreed. And this is a this is a uh, Arizona offense. This it's awful. It is yeah. just dreadful. They have scored. They've left. tried multiple quarterbacks. It seems like whatever they try, it gets a little bit better. Yeah. But yes, they won a game. I'm more offended by California scoring three points. This is this this, this uh, Arizona team has scored less than 20 in eight of their nine games. They busted through for 34 inexplicably against USC. Uh, I don't see that happening again. They uh, I don't either. They're a team that d- does struggle to throw the football. Generally speaking, I've got to I've got to play this Utah team. I, I played them I played them last week a premium pick and it worked out well for us. Uh, I'm going to play the under there. I just don't know how much Arizona helps out. I don't think they're going to help out. The issue is, do you have a Stanford situation where Utah scores 50? I don't think so. I do think Utah will open up a big lead early, probably coast. But I'll go with Utah in the under. I think Arizona might score less than a touchdown in this game. It really could get ugly. Very good. Uh, UTSA, ranked number 23, a team I've been on for a minute. Scott, I've liked this Roadrunners team. Uh, since really since last year, since we kind of showed, they were up. also our dark horse for our conference breakdown of the conference USA. Correct, and that's looking pretty sharp right now. But they've got a tall task this week. No, not with their competition as they play Southern Miss, but uh, laying a pretty hefty, hefty, hefty number there at thirty-three. Scott, meanwhile, fifty-three and a half. 
is the total. Uh, me, me, Scott, can they get to, can they cover 33 against this dreadful side? Speaking of another team that used to be acceptable. Southern? I faded Southern Miss multiple times. They're, they're oh, terrible. They've been season. awful this season. No, no, I, w- I wasn't saying they were good early in the year. No, I'm saying, you know, three, four years ago where they were at least. No, I'm saying, I know what you're trying to say. I'm saying I, I've been on the fade Southern Miss bandwagon since like week three. Oh, yeah, the yeah. The team's awful. Yeah, they are, they are not, they are not good at all. So the question is, have they finally got these two teams right? Because UTSA, man, they were nothing but value. Uh, for, mm-hmm. for for most of the season as the betting markets hadn't caught up yet. So and in conference play, they're just walking into about 45 points per game. It feels that way. Yeah. Well, they've they've averaged 40 points a game on on the season, given up less than 20. That is a uh, success that is a, a, a formula for success. 8 and 1 against the number, bud. They're 9 and 0 on the season and 8 and 1 overall against the spread meanwhile uh southern miss one and eight on the year one and eight against the spread well we can really just do one thing here right i think you gotta lay it's really annoying because if southern miss scores 14 or even 10 you might be dead but you might not be uh i'm gonna go with utsa there's nothing i like about the southern miss team no so I'm going to go with UTSA. I think they'll score 45, uh, potentially 50 if they really want to. But I do think Southern Miss will end up scoring less than 13 points. So I think you'll see a 45-10 final, so to speak. So I'll take UTSA. All right. Yeah, very good. You know, this is a uh, this is a UTSA team that ranks fourth in the nation um, against the run, uh, giving up just 2.7 yards per carry. Meanwhile, Southern Miss, they cannot run the football at all, averaging 2.5 yards per carry, less than 90 yards a game. They're uh, also not good at throwing those. So yeah, they're they're, they average 5.7 yards per attempt. That's awful. So you have to ask yourself the question, where are the points going to come from? Well, the points are going to come from UTSA. I would be stunned, stunned, I tell you, if Southern Miss got the double digits in this. I've got I don't it. think they're going to. No, I've I've got you I've got UTSA if laying the number. It might be too hefty, Scott. The markets might have finally caught up, but I think there's still value here. Well, I don't know if they fully caught up because it opened up at 31. It's up to 33. Mm, that's what I'm saying. I'm I'm just yeah, I'm just saying that might be the range where they where they catch. Yeah. Uh 53 and a half is the total. Again, I think you've got just one team helping out here. I've I'm uh, I'm going to play a reluctant under just because I don't think Southern Miss is going to do shit. Uh, it's kind of a mix between of a hedge for me. I'm going to go with the under as well. I said 45-10. It could be 45-7. Okay. But I do think if you're going to take Southern Miss to cover, parlay it with the under. Because there's no way they're getting into a shootout with UTSA. Okay, fair enough. Um... You agree with that idea? If you like Southern Miss, parlay with the under. Yeah, no, there's they're not they're not getting into a, a shootout. No, no. Yeah, I agree. A couple of enigmatic in, 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 enigmatic teams. You know what I'm saying? Enigmatic. Nope. A couple of tough teams to en- figure enigmatic? out. Enigmatic. Closer. A couple of tough teams enigmatic? to figure out or play. Yes, there it is. Say it again. Enigmatic. Yep, that's it. That's it. Okay. Uh, they're getting together, Scott. It's Nevada and San Diego State. Two teams very hard to figure out. That is the last game on your sheet, uh, rotation number 223-224. Uh, 
Nevada, San Diego State, San Diego State, three-point favorite. Of course, it's San Diego State, so the number is 45 and a half. And somebody wants to know, Ted Piano's here. Since it's been bugging him for a couple weeks, did I not hear you say that if you lost your pick, I was going to shave off your stash? I did lose that pick. No, you did not imagine that. I lost my nerve. I think it's coming off, though, because Timmy's gone full beard. The season's... I'm just thinking of, I'm just trying to think of a new look. So, yeah. You Ted, owe the community. I know. I know. God damn, I was hoping nobody would bring it up because <laughs> I didn't say anything about it. And, uh, but Ted, thanks, Ted. I should shave because this, this just looks bad. So, I should shave, but you actually have a reason to do it. You fucking wonder the desert. What do you, is that, what is that growth since like seven o'clock this morning? Uh, eh, about 6 30. You come with, from, a, with a mix of four o'clock shadow. You come from swarthy stock there, buddy. Um, Nevada, San Diego State. A lot of money coming out of San Diego State. I mean, it opened up at plus one for San Diego State. Now it's to minus three, so they switched favorites. Totals dropped from 48 to 45 and a half. I'm going to follow the line movement. I'm going to take San Diego State in the under. Chase the steam, buddy. I I, I don't typically chase steam, but when you switch favorites on me, Mm -hmm. I do think that's pretty telling. So it seems like they're expecting a complete no-show from Nevada. Here's the thing, though. Uh, let me check injuries on Nevada because they, I think they're making a big deal of the fact that San Diego State stops the run. Nevada's not going to be able to run the football. Well, guess what? Nevada didn't run the football anyway. They don't give a shit. They're gonna, they're gonna, they're gonna, they're gonna throw the football. They're gonna, they're gonna bomb. Um, I like Nevada here, bud. I'm, I'm gonna sit back and thanks, Ted. <laughs> Appreciate it. I'm gonna sit back and. Let those points roll in. I'm gonna I'm gonna let the I'm gonna let the steam roll over me and then when it's all said and done, I'm gonna jump up and take that four or three and a half or wherever it ends up and uh and just laugh as this team shits a bit shits the bed again. I just I I hate this San Diego State team. The good team, very good team, but they frustrate me, Scott. Uh, to well, know, it's because their quarterback know. play is always atrocious. Always atrocious. So I've got you down for the Aztecs there. I think it goes. I think it goes over the total. I think. Well, you like Nevada, so that makes sense. They're going to have Nevada's defense yes. is okay. It's not an amazing unit. So no. if you think Nevada's going to win, you'll probably see some points. You don't have to have an amazing unit to shut out the Aztecs. That's the problem. That is true. But I'm just saying, if you like Nevada, I do think the over makes sense because that means you think Hartson Strong's going to move the ball. So then you. Got sorry, uh, Bonner. No, not Bonner. Sorry, uh, no, Carson Strong Car- was a former Car- San Diego State. Uh, quarterback. I'm drawing a blank on his name. The Sa- the San Diego State quarterback? No, not the San Diego. Yeah, who are they using now? Are they using Johnson? Are they still using Brookshire? Brookshire is who is the last last I saw who they were playing, who they were using. I, he's not very good. No, but I think that they'll run the ball. I think they'll control the time of possession. And San Diego State's defense. I know you mentioned the run defense, the pass defense, also pretty good. Yep, it is. I do think that Nevada is going to struggle. Okay, you got the you got the under then. Tough to take San Diego State and the over. Let's put it that way. Okay, good enough. Uh, we had the UNC. I was right, by the way. Carson Strong is the uh, quarterback for uh, Nevada. Was, yeah, Carson Baker was the former San Diego State quarterback. That's right. Carson Strong is the Nevada quarterback. Yeah. Okay. That kid can play too. By the way, he's going to play. On he Sunday. can. He's going to play on Sundays. Nevada's been a team that annoys me because I feel like they should be better than they are, mm-hmm. and that they always seem to have a couple of letdown games every single year. Yep, agreed. Um, 
All right, so Pitt, Pitt's 21. We saw what they did last night, another no-sweat cover, uh, another, yep. another, another rocking chair cover in that six and a half. Oh, God. <laughs> Big Ten, make it stop. Oh, two in a row here. God, this is going to be just fucking... You mean ACC? No, I don't. No, number 20 is Iowa minus five and oh. a half um, against Minnesota. I'm taking Minnesota. 37 is the number there, buddy. I'm taking the points. Taking the I, po- I can't lay it with Iowa. I mean, Minnesota lost Illinois. That's not good. And um, what's his, well, I think what's his fuck is out? Quarterback. Um, uh, you know. Morgan? No, Iowa. Oh, for Iowa. Well, they switch quarterbacks. That's what I'm saying. That's why he's, he's he, well, he's hurt. I don't know if it's an upgrade or a downgrade because Petrus is awful. Yeah, Petrus. Petrus, no, like that's, they that's the name they tr- I could They tried of. something, but you beat Northwestern 17 to 12. Am I supposed to be impressed? No, you're not. Of course not. I'm going to take Minnesota. I know this team, no show to Illinois. I do think they were kind of looking ahead, taking a look at that game against Iowa the week after. I'm going Minnesota. I can't lay any points with Iowa if they might only score 17 points in the entire game. <sighs> okay. Uh, Do you want to lay with Iowa? Because I don't. The Gophers team is another ignomatic. In- nope. Yeah, they're a pain in the ass. But I can't lay that much with Iowa. I can't. I'm sucked in. I'm sucked in. I'll do it. And I'm playing. I'm playing the under. I'm going to play the over. All right. Fine. I'm going to be a little bit different. I, I just think that 37 is where you're really, really pushing it. Unless you have two service academy teams playing against each other. Where it's so at. I'm going to take the over on principle. All right. Tune turntables and a microphone right there, buddy. Went, went, under, went under last week, too, by, by the way, that Iowa game. Yeah. I'm sure it did. Because both those teams can't do anything. But 37 is a little bit too low for me. I'll take the over. Under under 40 last week, but it hit 29. 30. Yep. Let me, let, me, let me tell you the last three Iowa scores. 31, 34, 29. Over. Uh, Minnesota got beat last week 16, 14 to 6 against Illinois. At home. Over. Yeah. I know I know what I said. I know my piece. Okay. All right. You're, you're, I'm just giving you chances to get out. I I'm in too deep. Okay. All right. Uh all right. You're taking the over there. All right. So uh horrible Big Ten game part two as Northwestern travels up the road to take on the Wisconsin Badgers. Uh Badgers, Scott, show a little sign of life last week, eh? They our favorites to make the Big Ten title game again. And I'm going to cry because Ohio State's going to kill this team by 30. But, you know, Wisconsin does this every year. It seems like they just have a couple of really awful showings. Mm-hmm. And they remind everybody, by the way, we're really good. And then they face Iowa, they face Ohio State and they lose. Isn't that usually the recipe for every season? Sounds about the way it goes, bud. Um, this Northwestern team is just absolutely dreadful. They the lose. real question doesn't even involve Northwestern. The question is, is Wisconsin going to score enough to cover this huge number? That's the question. You know Northwestern's not going to do anything on offense. Well, you say that, but Wisconsin scored 24 more in five of their last six. I said that was the question. I didn't say that I'm immediately going to rule it out. I'm just saying if you think they're going to cover, that means you're probably penciling Wisconsin in for what, like 31, 35 points, if not more? That is a bit of a tall task. I think they get there. I think this is I I think this is a bad Northwestern team, but this is a team Northwestern team that loses 56-7 to Nebraska, 33-7 Michigan, 41-14 Minnesota. 
yeah, I'll take this Wisconsin team that's, that's actually trying to find something here. Um, they threw the ball last week too, Scott. Of course, they did everything against Rutgers. They didn't, it didn't fucking matter. Uh, Twenty-one yards per attempt last week. You excited about that? Uh, definitely is a sign in the right direction. Okay, so you're, but you're going to take Northwestern here. Oh God. Yeah, I'm going to do it. Okay. Wisconsin is such a perfect game against Rutgers. I'm expecting any hint of regression. Northwestern's defense did look good last week. I know, of course, Iowa's offense is useless, but I do think it'll limit Wisconsin enough. And we know both teams love to eat up the clock. I'm not sure if Wisconsin will have enough possessions to capitalize and score 35-plus points. So I'll go with under, and I'll go with Northwestern. Alvaro Alvaro Jimenez got to go back to work, man. Hey, thanks for stopping by, spending some time with us, brother. We appreciate it. Um, Fresno State, New Mexico. Yeah, let's talk about that one. Uh, What do you got? I'm taking Wisconsin. You've got Northwestern. What do you got for a total? I'm going with the under. All right, gotcha. Fresno State, do they get bounced 24 against New Mexico? New Mexico is so bad, but Fresno State no-showed last week against Boise. So I'm expecting a bounce back for Fresno. I'll go with them. The Lobos really can't do anything offensively. Yeah, for me, it's just a few too many points. Um, it might be. Fresno hasn't exactly been great at heating my, up on the weaker teams. This I year. love this team early, but they they have <laughs> they played with their food a lot. Sometimes their food ends up biting them. Um. All right. So number seventeen. Okay. So this is now we're into the part. Now we're into the part where I don't have the uh, I don't have the sheets made out. So we've got uh, number seventeen Auburn heading to take on Mississippi State in that one. So as I do that, I'm gonna let you start talking. That's gonna be that's gonna be pretty much our theme here as I write. Now Bo Nix got I faded him. And he has jumped up and bit me. Um, who you got here? Uh, oh, oh, let's see what the number is. Well, last week they got killed by Texas A and M, but A and M I just I, think is a really good football team. Well, of course, when I when I when I finally got, I just can't I just can't figure this Bo Nix kid. I guess I guess that's what I should say because I played him last. I think A and M is just good, but I'm gonna go with Auburn here. Mississippi State not a good road team. We know they love to throw the ball. They never run. Uh, Auburn's defense I do think is solid. I think they'll do enough up front. I'll go with Auburn. You? Yeah, I'll play that as well. Um, I, again, it makes to me. I have a hard time fading Auburn laying less than a touchdown in their home stadium. That's that's the thing. Uh, home field makes so much difference, especially it means so much in the uh, in the SEC. I believe uh, maybe even more than other conferences. So I'm going to play Auburn there. And as far as the uh, total goes, you've got 51. Mississippi State, not a bad defense. Uh, are they good enough to uh, keep that total below 51? I'm going with the under, just because I do think Mississippi State's defense is underrated. I think Auburn's defense is underrated too. But we know Mississippi State loves to throw it. They don't really love to throw it downfield. It's a lot of checkdowns, a lot of really, really just quick hitters. And I do think you're going to see some time come off the clock. But I will buy into Mississippi State's defense I do think that's a pretty underrated unit. Auburn will move the ball occasionally. I don't think they're going to capitalize all the time. I'll go with the under. Mostly just because I think Auburn's defense is going to have an answer for Mississippi State. All right, very solid. Um, Number 16, Scott, this is a team that you've been on for a while. Um, Actually, we're we're going to catch them in a minute. Never mind. 
Next is oh oh it's it's Ole Miss it's Ole Miss Scott is a uh, Ole Miss takes on uh, the team you were just talking about the yep. uh, Texas A and M Aggies and you got a number there I see as of right now it is around I believe it's two and a half for Texas A and M uh yeah it's two and a half. So how does your theory work out when it's the road team that's uh, laying points, Scott? Well, I'm um, going with A&M because I think they're the better team. Uh, you're talking about the theory. I'm not sure which theory you're referring to because... Well, about to, about fading the ranked team when they're not when they're an underdog to the unranked team. But A&M's 11th and Ole Miss is 15th. Oh, did I, oh that's right. Oh, shit. That, that's why I'm not sure what you're referring oh, to. See, but I like A&M anyway. Doing them in order there. We, we know that Corral is still playing. He's clearly not 100%. A&M has been on the damn warpath pretty much since the Bama game. They've just been rolling teams. I'll take A&M. I think A&M's a top 10 team in the country. I think they're really good. They're very inconsistent. That's that's my problem with them. They're, they're but they be- were earlier in the They're becoming more the last consistent. last month or so, they've been great. I know. I know. They've been they've been good lately. I can't get past Corral being less than 100%. Yeah, he really hasn't looked the same. I'll ride, I'll ride Texas A&M with you. I'm a little loath to, fa- to fade a uh, top 20 team at home. Mm-hmm. But I, I've got to do it just based on uh, Corral's health. Uh, total is what? Uh, so, so the total in this one is around 56 and a half. I'm going with the over. It's really tough to take an under when you know, even with Corral being injured, they're going to go full steam ahead. No huddle. Yep. Give me the over. Yeah. Still, and still not a great defensive unit either. Yeah. Okay. I'm assuming you're on A&M in the over as well. Yeah. Yeah. That's exactly what I'm going to play. Mm-hmm. Uh, much more of a lean to AM than you were. You were pretty much a full-throated endorsement. I'm, uh, yeah. I don't know that I'm. Uh, I'm a big fan of the Zaggies team. I think they're good. All right, fair enough. All right, uh, and uh, BYU checks in next, number fourteenth, fourteen in the nation, uh, and they are off. we got up next, Scott? Uh, so, you said BYU was 14, right? Mm-hmm. Um, well, I see Wake. I'm trying to see if 13 is playing. Uh, Baylor's playing against Oklahoma, so we'll get to that in a bit, I guess. Yep, yep. So, yeah, let's talk about the Wake-NC uh, State game. All right, Wake at 12? Uh, yes. And NC State's ranked, I believe it was 16. Okay. Oh yeah, that's the one we that's the one we uh, we issued. All right. Uh, okay. Who's the home team there? Uh, Wake is the home team currently favored by uh, about one and a half. It opened up at three. Now it's down to one and a half. I actually wrote an article about this game. I like NC State. Wake Forest was the Cinderella story for the ACC, and of course, they're still controllers of their own destiny to make it to the conference title game, but. I got to assume after blowing that massive fourth quarter lead to North Carolina, all of the wind in their sails is gone. I'll take NC State. I got the hunch that Wake Forest 
is still lamenting the choke job. I think NC State catches them at the right time. Hmm. <laughs> you? I don't love that NC State defense. And Do you I, love the Wake defense? I don't. I don't. Um, I think NC State's defense is better than Wake's. Yeah, so. but, but their offense is so much better than Wake's. That's the difference. I could, I could sense the sarcasm. No, no. I, I like this you, Wake offense. You no, you me? said their offense is at NC State's better than Wake's. You no, no, Wake's their offense is better than, is NC, better than State. NC State. Sorry. Lawrence. Yeah, Abbey. I know. That's why I was saying you're being sarcastic because you flipped it. I, I do think Leary's a good, co- a good quarterback, though. He's put up some big numbers. He's not Sam Hartman. Hartman's been a lunatic. But do you think Wake Forest comes back fully just wiping the slate from last week? Or do you think some of that lingers? No, I think they're, I think they're back. I think okay. I think they're in, I think they're in fine shape. So I'll give you NC State uh, plus one and a half. T train Mrs. T trains in the house, Scott, or as she likes to be referred to as her Christian name as Kim. So hey, Kim, Hi. what's up? I see the totals at sixty six and a half. By the way, I'm taking the over. Doing if you think sh- I'm taking an under with Wake Forest, you're out of your mind. Doing shout outs here, Scott. I know you were. I said hi. I said hi. Okay. All right. I, uh, I've got the uh, I've got the over there as well. I'm. I'm not. Life's too short to. Uh, life's not too unders. short to bet unders, but it's too far, It's too short to bet Wake Forest unders. Alrighty then. I've got uh, Texas A&M. We did. Can I interest you in Oklahoma State, Scott? As uh, they take on TCU. Speaking of uh, giving it to me right in the shoot. Hold on, macro. That one. Uh, I didn't have that one right last week, Scott, with TCU as they as they jumped up there. So is that a is that a one and done kind of situation? Wham bam, thank you, ma'am. Or is uh is Gary Patterson getting rid of him addition by subtraction? I'm taking TCU. Maybe it's because I was distracted by the fact that Morris looked like a potential NFL player, but twelve for an Oklahoma State team that's not really good at scoring the ball. They looked really good offensively against Kansas if that's a consolation prize, but TCU looked good. I don't think they should be I don't, I don't think they should be getting double digits here. I think this line should be closer to around eight or nine. I'm going with TCU. I think they got a shot to win the game. I'm not saying they're going to, but I do think this will be a one possession game late. Give me the horn frogs. All right. Well, we're still a couple weeks away from bedlam, so we're not quite to a look ahead spot yet. For Oklahoma State. You know what? This is a good... Do you feel confident laying double digits with Spencer Saunders as a quarterback? I know. It's not, it's not, it's not a great, it's not a great look, Scott. I'll be the first one to admit it, but I'm still not convinced. I'm not sold on this TCU team in spite of the fact they jumped up and had a nice game last week. No, I'm laying the 12. Okay. I'll play the house money with the freshman quarterback who might be really, really good. Okay. Yeah, I, th- I, I, I just got to, I got to see it again, and again, it, it could work out incredibly poorly. Um, I think if you want to do another long shot money line parlay, you know, throwing ten bucks to win a couple thousand, I don't think TCU money line's a bad play if you're willing to just throw some darts at the dartboard. Uh, I've got another one too. Is it's the rotation number right below it? You want to play TCU in Colorado? I wouldn't hate you. Uh, uh Colorado, I don't know if I can take Colorado against UCLA. I know Colorado's a bad team, but UCLA has fallen off the fucking cliff, buddy. They have. The Colorado offense is a damn mess. It's awful. It is awful. No, so, I, I agree. I agree. Uh all right, I'm taking Oklahoma State minus twelve as far as the total goes. It's fifty-four. 
Yeah. If uh, I think TCU is going to cover, I'm going to take the over. I've got to take the over as well because I think Oklahoma State's going to get there and put it on them. So. Okay. All right. Very good. Um, do, 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 do. By the way, I know this isn't on the actual top 25. Yes. Texas is laying 31 against Kansas. Mm-hmm. Robinson might not play. Texas might be using a backup quarterback. They keep blowing every game. It looks like half the teams quit on the coach. Do you think they should be laying 31? Because I know Kansas is awful. That seems a bit high, doesn't it? I have bet Kansas twice this year, Scott. They have okay. They've put it to me both times. I want okay. nothing to do with this Jayhawks team. No. I I'm took, just curious how I took Texas them on the, is laying I, 31 if Robinson might not play and their starting quarterback might not play. That's oh, why hang I'm really on. confused. Oh, checks notes. Oh, it's because Kansas is horrible. Uh, that is fair. So, do you think? Do you think if if Texas ran out nothing but second stringers, do you think Kansas could win the game? They can. They wouldn't. I think Texas would win the game, but I think it would be close. How for close? second stringers you, only? Yes, second stringer. Second stringers are worse. Who are you going to use though? You're going to use Hudson Card as your quarterback and not Robinson. I I have a hard time back in Texas laying this big of a number if you're going to be missing arguably the best running back in the entire country. Do you think it matters? I, it doesn't matter. I don't think it matters for winning the game. I think it's going to matter for covering over four touchdowns. I'm going to make a bold statement. I'm going to say the second string running back for the Texas Longhorns is better than anyone on the KU team. That's probably true. Okay. I'm not laying 31 with a Sark team that's lost four in a row. I'm not doing it. Kansas is what's good is what is good for what ails you, my friend. Fair enough. All right. I just beauty is in the eye of the beholder. You could and, and you could a good spot. You could be right because this Texas team, they've done nothing but fucking disappoint people for. They a have month. to be punting the season at this point. You can't blow a halftime lead in four straight games. Have some people transfer within the last couple of weeks and expect the locker room to be normal. I'm just saying, if it was anybody else, I'd probably doubt it. But okay, fair um, enough. Yeah, I'm. I just. I'm just bringing it up. Okay. How about How about Notre Dame at Virginia? Notre Dame laying six to Old Virginia. Uh, Notre Dame doesn't take their show on the road all that often. Scott, this Virginia team, uh, as with the ACC, this used to be the ACC has now become the Big Twelve because a lot of offense. Not much defense, and this is a Virginia team. Kind of runs the same way. Uh, who you got here? I'm going Notre Dame. They got better athletes at every position. Virginia's defense is still awful. I know that it was good a handful of times, but it's a terrible unit. And Armstrong can throw the ball a lot for Virginia. Mm-hmm. I do think that Notre Dame has great athletes on the defensive side of the ball. Kyle Hamilton, we know, is a great player. But I'm going to go Notre Dame. They're, they're going to dominate up front. You think that Virginia's really got much of a shot on the, at the line of scrimmage? I really don't. So I'll take Notre Dame. Yeah, I'm re- I'm reluctantly. This has is, is been a pretty good team to me this year, Virginia. But I think they've kind of met their match in this one. Uh, I don't know that Notre Dame beats them by a lot, but I think I think they do get the give cover. me a touchdown. Yeah, I think I think I think eight to ten points is about right. Uh, I'm going to play the under sixty four as well. I think this game goes Notre Dame's way, and they limit the opportunities for this high powered Virginia offense. I'm going to have to go over just because it's Virginia. 
I think Notre Dame might score 40 plus just because of how bad Virginia's defense is. Worst case scenario, garbage time might help out, but I'm going with the over. I think you'll see some points. Okay. All right. I got you. Uh, number eight in the nation. We are going to, uh, we haven't made it to number eight already. How about, uh, how about a little Oklahoma? Can I interest you in Oklahoma, Scott, as uh, they travel to take on uh, the Baylor Bears? Yeah, the Baylor team that kicked my ass last week. Um, should be a pretty. This is, this is where this is where game day is, Scott, down there in uh, Waco, Texas. This would be the type of game where Baylor would win to put themselves on the map. But I really like Oklahoma coming off a bye going into this game. I do think the extra week of prep is going to be enormous. I'm going to take Oklahoma. Am I thrilled about it? No, but I do like the bye week in that spot. I'll lean Oklahoma, but if you, I'm not betting it. I can't. Well, it's a, a Baylor team that just absolutely shit the bed on us last week against TCU. Yeah. That was the team we were talking now, the about. The issue is the pass defense. I get if you're going to lose the game because, you know, it's college football. You're on the road, conference play. It is what it is. But – I can't get over the fact that you gave up 460-plus passing yards to a freshman quarterback making his first career start, mm -hmm. and now you face off against one of the most talented quarterbacks in the country. The pass defense is a problem. Well, I like let, the over. Wait, 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 wait. Let's, let's pump the brakes on one of the best quarterbacks in the country. The kids made two starts. Come on. I'm just saying, look at the Come quarterbacks on. who are leaving this year. They, some of them might be first-round picks. None of them should be. I like the over. My favorite play in this game would be the over. Yeah, got to play the over there. I agree. I've got. I've. I'm. I'm. I'm riding with you on that one. I've got. I'm rooting for Baylor, but I like the buy with Oklahoma. All right. Uh, do, 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 yeah, Oklahoma coming off the buy. Uh, at the end of the day, Lincoln Riley's still a pretty good coach. All right. Uh, number seven, Scott. Michigan State. Um, Behind Michigan, we didn't, we didn't we didn't talk about that much. How do you feel? How do you feel about Michigan being in front of Michigan State? I believe one of the uh, one one of the people on the committee said it's because at the end of the day we just thought Michigan was better. Why do we even fucking play the games then? I'm actually okay with Michigan being ahead of Michigan State just because of how badly Michigan State was getting beaten down by Purdue last week. Purdue wasn't ranked. You can make an argument that they should be. They should. They are a top twenty five team overall. I felt like Michigan State was trailing for basically the entire second half, didn't it? Yeah. That like, was... Michigan blew a 16-point lead and lost a heartbreaker. Michigan probably should have won the game. So maybe style points kind of override it a little bit. But Michigan State did have a pretty brutal performance defensively, especially against Purdue last week. So I was fine with it. Does it really matter long term? No. It's not going to matter. Because neither one of them are going. Do you think it matters? I don't think it matters. No, because Ohio State's going. Yeah. So who cares? It doesn't matter. Uh, in this case, I think Michigan snaps back against against Maryland on the road. I, if it was, if it you was mean Michigan State, I mean Michigan. What did I say? Michigan. What did I say? You said Michigan. You mean Michigan? Oh, State. Michigan State. Yeah, I think I think they get it done against Maryland. If it was a, if it was at home for Maryland, I might feel differently about it. They don't travel well. Maryland was a team that did what they normally do under Loxley, which is start off three and zero. People think they're really good. They play a ranked team, get the brakes beaten off them. And this season, it was Ohio State. And then they haven't recovered since. I'll go with Michigan State. I think Walker probably goes for 150, mm -hmm. maybe more, because he's still a lunatic. I like the over, though. I think you'll see points. All right, I'm playing the other way. I've got the I've got the under there. 
I do think that Tagovailoa should be able to have some success against the Michigan State pass defense. So I think you'll see points. All right, uh, moving on. Number six ranked. Oh, there they are. It's the Michigan Wolverines as uh, they take their eight and one record on the road, playing in Happy Valley, Scott. Happy Happy Valley as they take on the Penn State Nittany Lions. Somebody was asking about this game earlier in the week. I despise this Penn State team, but how do you not like them in this spot? Plus one and a half at home against Michigan. Is it going to be? Is it going to be another whiteout? They can make up as many whiteouts as they want. Michigan. Uh, uh, I'm going to do know... this real quick. Hang on, Jay Good's. That's a great OU stat, by the way. A- OU under Lincoln Riley, five twelve and one is a road favorite. Wow, that is that is surprising. I know that he's not great at covering. Oklahoma wins, I'm sure, most of those eighteen games, but the covering hasn't been ideal. But for the Michigan matchup, the real question isn't even about the teams. The question is, do you think Harbaugh wins a big conference road game? I don't know. It's not really so his really MO, is it? It's really not. I'm going to take Penn State. I liked what the defense did against Ohio State. I know they no-showed against Illinois. Clear look ahead with Ohio State on deck. The defense is still good. Michigan, we know defensively, has been a little bit of a mess the last couple of weeks. I do think that Michigan's going to struggle to move the ball. But I'm expecting Harbaugh to open up a lead early. And his team's going to fall apart. That's kind of par for the course, isn't it? Yeah, that is pretty much that is pretty much his thing. 48 and a half is the number. Uh, so I've got you down. Just to be clear, I've got you down for Penn State with the points. Yeah. You know, you're the one that's always talking about the, the better athletes, the better players. I think they. I think those players live in Michigan. I'm going to take the uh, Wolverines there at a nice price. 48 and a half. Uh, I agree. This defense has definitely struggled. I'm going to play the over there. I'm going with the over. I think Penn State's defense is good, but I do think that this total is a bit low. I see a 27-24 type of game. Okay. Yeah, and of course, this is a Michigan that's going to want to run the ball first first and foremost. Mm-hmm. So uh, it, it could go downhill, and they may not get there. Uh, Cincinnati, Scott, they play tonight. Tonight, yeah. We talked a little bit about that one. I'll go South Florida in the over. Just, what do we get, 23 and a half, right? Cincinnati going to make the playoffs, buddy? I'm assuming that the committee will never let them in, unless there's Armageddon. Were you surprised they picked up a spot last week after kind of a lackluster performance there against Tulsa? You can make the argument, yes, until everyone else around them also struggled. Like, Alabama didn't look good. They barely beat LSU. You can really go down the line. Who really looked good last week? Yeah. Agreed. Georgia. That That's really it. And as far as the total goes, that number currently sitting at 58 and a half. How do you see that? For the Cincinnati game? Mm-hmm. I'm going with the over. I can't take an under with South Florida. I can't do it. No, I'm with you. I think I think it turns into not quite a shootout, but, uh, you know. Cincinnati might score 40 if they actually wake up. Even if they don't, South Florida still plays with pace. They still turn the ball over a lot. I think you'll see some situations for points quickly. I'll take the over. I'm on board. All right, buddy. And now we head into the, if the playoffs were going to be held today, these are the teams that would make it. And uh, it may not be all that different how they look at the end of the season. We'll see. As we've got number four ranked Ohio State, and they are off, Scott, as they get ready for Purdue. 
next week. So uh, stand down. We'll take a we'll take a we'll take a break on that one. And of course, that leaves us number three, Oregoni, playing there in the Pac-12. Is Oregon the third best team in the country, Scott? No, but oh, they go. have the best win in the entire country over Ohio State. Count? Uh, At Ohio State, that's the best one of the season. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, it. It probably it probably is the be- the the most certainly the most impressive road win by anybody, right? It's also tricky because you're asking who's the third best team, who's the whatever. The truth is, besides Georgia, I don't think any of these teams are very good. I thought Alabama was really good for a while. I think Alabama is a team that is good, but offensively, they're definitely not as dynamic as they used as they usually are. Agreed. Okay. Which isn't their fault. I mean, they had one of the best teams of all time last year. You know. Uh, speaking of Alabama, Scott, I think you and I have pretty much made our positions known on this one, right? Uh, it feels that way. <laughs> since we took our, uh, <laughs> since we took New Mexico State plus fifty-one and a half. Um, <laughs> that's the farm play, right? But we didn't. Even, we didn't talk about Oregon though. Well, they're off, so. To play Washington State. Is that the, I, I, I thought that was the 20th. Oh, is it the 13th? They're playing Washington State. I'm taking the points. Anthony Brown is really just an extreme pain in the ass to, to lay points with. Washington State's had the quarterback, had the coaching fiasco. The team's unpredictable. It's the Pac-12. As far as I'm concerned, it's the wild, wild west. Give me the 14 points. You? No, not at home. Okay. Not at home. I'm going to take the... You uh, know I despise the Pac-12, so I can't bet any games involving Pac-12 teams. I will not lay double digits. I can't. Okay. Got to look for your spots, but you can't You can't go in with preconceived prejudices. That's not, a, that's not a recipe for success. No, but I don't want to lay 14 with Anthony Brown. Okay. Well, I will do that. Uh, what's the total? Uh, total in that one is... Uh, sorry. Um, Oregon... Uh, I see oh, it's 57 and a half, sorry. around 57 and a half. Okay. Ufta. Um, all right. So I got to okay, make sure you, I'll let you go first. I'm going to go with the over. Yeah. I think Oregon rolls here. I'll take the over too. For do, I'll, I just like the over because I think Washington State's actually going to move the ball a little bit. This Oregon defense is interesting because we know Thibodeau's really good. And yet you look up and Colorado has 20 something points against this team. And you don't really know how that happened. But I do think Oregon does either lacks focus at various points or just doesn't put their foot on the gas all the way. Yep. I think Washington State's going to score a little bit. I like the over. Okay. Uh, I got the over there for, for different reasons, but that's totally fine. Uh, Alabama total. Uh, again, if you guys haven't seen our bet the farm, we both uh, we took we took New Mexico State here at plus 51 and a half. 67 is the number. Under. I have to like the under. Got to be. You're assuming Bama's just going to give up when they're up 40 in the third quarter. All right. So I'm going to go with the under. You might see, uh, I don't want to say zero points in the fourth quarter, but I do think you're going to see a live total that is very, very pretty towards the under because I think that this game's going under. 45-10. Yeah, that's what what I'm looking at. 52-10, something like that. Mm -hmm. All right. And then there was one, Scott, and that is your... Georgia Bulldogs, who I think we can all agree is the best team in the country right now, right? 
I think that they would not be number one in most years, but this year they are clearly the best team. Who do you think would be number one? In most years? I mean, yeah. you're comparing it to like the Bama team from a couple from last year, the LSU team from a couple years ago. I think those two teams are better than this Georgia team. But oh. this year, every team has looked like it regressed except for Georgia. They're definitely offensively challenged. Yeah. So for a number one team in the country, that's clearly the consensus best team. They're definitely weaker than the usual number one consensus best team. Is that a fair statement? Mm, yeah, yeah. It's a uh, they are they are the uh, they're they're the man with one shoe in the land of the barefoot. No question. That's how they're going to lose a game. They're going to lose a game because their quarterback play is going to be atrocious. Mm-hmm. That's that's how they're going to lose if they're going to lose. Tennessee, their twenty point favorites going to Rocky Top. Is this the spot they lose? No. Okay. I am kind of interested in Tennessee potentially covering mm-hmm. because I do think this offense with the speed could actually give Georgia a little bit of problem. Yes. I think that Georgia's going to be fine though offensively because I mean Tennessee gave up 40 plus to Kentucky. That's tough to do to give up 40 plus points to Kentucky. It really is. I'm going to take the points and I'm going to go with the over. Okay. I think Tennessee actually can score a little bit. Do I really like them to cover? No, because Georgia can have three pick sixes and win the game by 40. But I do think Tennessee will, will keep it close. Maybe some garbage time, last-minute Kentucky situation against Georgia. You go on a huge final drive. You score a touchdown with about 20 seconds left. And, you know, it's a bad beat for some, but I'm going to take the points. All right, I'm going to take the points as well. I'll play the under. I think this turns into kind of an ugly slugfest kind of game. Tennessee, okay. Tennessee does just enough behind Josh Heupel's offense. Maybe put up, maybe put up, uh, eh, somewhere in the neighborhood of fourteen to seventeen. And, yeah, uh, yeah. All right, I'm gonna go with the over. Okay, there you go. And uh, Delaware, do they have Ohio State playing tomorrow? Basketball? Is he saying that Ohio State's not playing at home? In Delaware, they have Ohio State playing tomorrow. Uh, team total under 17 and a half for Tennessee. Uh, ha, ha. Under. By the under. way, we didn't talk about the Ohio State game. How do we miss that? I had, I, Purdue. I had them off too. Oh, God damn it. All right. I was going to say, yeah, like we, uh, thank you for bringing that up because yes. we didn't talk about Ohio State. Yeah, my bad. Um, I'm going to go with the Buckeyes. What's the number? Uh, The number right now. Is let me pull that up quickly. Uh, I see twenty-one flat. Total's gone up from sixty to sixty-three and a half. I see a lot of passing plays. I'll take the over. But Purdue has been a team that looks really good at home. On the road, not so much. I'll take Ohio State. Purdue's on the road. Yeah. I had it backwards for some reason. But uh, give me Ohio State and and the over is my favorite play. I think you'll see both teams try to sling it around. So I see a lot of points. Ohio State, if they really spread Purdue's defense out and just let the athletes do their thing on the outside, they should have a bunch of big plays. They might score 40-plus points. I'll take the over. Uh, what'd you say the number was on that? The over 63 and a half. Okay. All right. Um, I'm going to take... Yeah, that's pretty... I feel like that number's right where it should be. I'm going to take I'm going to take Purdue small lean there and uh, six, okay. 63 and a half you're taking the uh, over yeah 
I can't take an under when I know both teams are going to try to throw the ball probably 40 times. Yeah, I think Purdue gets the backdoor cover there on that, on, as the game goes over. All right, okay. there, there you go. And, yeah, thanks very much for pointing that out. Like I said, I'm I'm trying to do a couple of different things. Usually, usually we've, we hit the ground, and I've got the sheet all made out and everything and the odds, and yeah, so I'm trying to do it on the fly. So thanks for thanks for staying on us, guys. I appreciate it. Uh Jay Good says, "Give me the spoiler makers plus the points." You and me, brother. You and I. You and I ride together. Um, oh, oh, that's in Delaware. They have Ohio State playing. There you go. Now I get it because I said they were off. Okay. okay, that's cool. All right. So now, Scott, there's only one thing left to do, and that is for us to lay out our three, three favorite plays that didn't go well last week. But you know what? We're not quitters. Uh, that brings our season record. By the way, uh, I am fifteen and fifteen. You hold a small one-and-a-half game lead, uh, two ahead in the all-important loss column, as you are 16-13-1, but that's not important. I'm still up, but I was up a lot more before going 0-3 last week. I believe we saw this same scenario last year, my friend. Uh, a little bit early compared to last year. Slow and steady wins the race. That's all I'm saying to you at this point. So, yep. uh, But I would like to say this, a loser's walk. So I'm going to start off since Veterans Day was earlier this week. I believe it was yesterday, correct? Yes, Veterans Day was the 11th. That is correct. So I'm going to look at a service academy team because I love betting on service academy teams, and I feel like I've done a pretty poor job of expressing that during the course of this year's version of the show. I'm taking Air Force minus 2.5 at minus 110 on bet MGM against Colorado State. Now, Colorado State looked like a mediocre team for about two weeks. Then everything fell apart. They've lost three straight games, including a 14-point road loss against Wyoming last week. The worst part of that is that Wyoming had 385 rushing yards. And now you're facing off against Air Force, who is averaging 301.7 rushing yards per game, which just so happens to be the most in the entire country. Plus, Air Force has won each of the last four meetings by at least three points. Colorado State issues with the option. The run defense seems to potentially, I'd say, be overvalued. I think Air Force wins this game. Give me the Falcons getting the job done. Okay. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna uh, take away some of the anticipation because I had that same play. I I love that Air Force. Uh, we wrote them we wrote them early, and uh, that rushing def- that rushing offense. Going up against Colorado State, who all of a sudden now can't stop the run. They can get after the passer. They rush the passer better than anybody in the country. Uh, that's not going to make a hell of a lot of difference in this one. I've you not- lost by one possession to San Diego State and an overtime game against Army. That's nothing to hold your head low about. That's a pretty solid competition back-to-back. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, in a game that they controlled most of the time. against. Well, I guess Army had the lead most of the time. They came they, mm-hmm. they came and caught up, but... Um, all right, so that yeah, that's that's my first one as well. I'll just uh, I really couldn't avoid it. It was just no, staring me in the face. No, I agree. Um, that's that's easily my favorite play on the board for tomorrow. So if you had the if you had the rank them, that would be the one that's ranked number yeah, one. Yeah, that would be my best bet college football play. Okay. Uh, what do you got? What do you got for your second play, buddy? So my second one. This is where this might go a bit off the rails. It's a matchup between Temple and Houston. I am taking Temple team total under 14 and a half at minus 134 on FanDuel. It's a bit juicy. You can find flat 14 at minus 110 on Fox bet, but I do want that half point. Now you're looking at this Temple offense, if that's what you want to call it. 
Temple has scored 27 points in his last four games combined. This team cannot move the ball. Now, on top of that, the total in this game has been flying towards the under. The line opened up at 57.5. It's down to 53.5 for the full game in most spots. Main reason, the weather is going to be atrocious. There's supposed to be rain. There's supposed to be about 14-mile-per-hour winds and gusts up to 23 miles per hour. And with bad weather, that usually means a lot of running the ball. Houston is allowing just 97.7 rushing yards per game, which ranks seventh in the entire country. Temple offensively is a mess. It's bold because I'm taking a Houston defense that gave up 40-plus points to South Florida, but I hate the the weather involved should definitely help out, and Temple's offense is broken. Give me Houston in this. Give me the uh, Temple team total under 14 and a half. You're not going to believe this. I'm kidding. Uh, What uh, do you think of that one? Because it's a hot take backing a Houston defense. Yeah. The Temple offense is useless. The weather is really the deciding factor for me. Because it's one thing to move a total in Houston towards the under, which is bold in itself. Right. Four-point line move on a team that just had a game get into the 90s last week. Yeah, agreed. it's fascinating. To agreed. Me. Uh, Troy, you like you like Troy there over uh, Lafayette. I think Lafayette's a psycho team. Troy defensively is good. Mm-hmm. I think that offensively they're a little bit challenged, but I think they'll keep the game close. I think they got a shot. It's seven. Do and you like laying points with Louis, with not uh, Louisiana? Because I don't. No, and well, the problem with Louisiana is they're awful on the at home. They're decent yeah. on the road. That's my only mm-hmm. concern right there. But laying a touchdown against a Troy team that's played good defense most of the time. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I don't hate that. I don't hate that at all. Uh, I like the under in that game as well. Now, my second play, Scott, we're going back to the well here. Uh, I'm going to take Marist minus the 13 points as they uh, as they take on the Presbyterian Blue Hose. Uh, of course, these teams conference play, they played a lot of the same teams. Uh, this is a team that has uh, beaten a couple of teams that just whomped on Presbyterian. I know that's not always accurate, but that's all I got. Uh, um, they've uh, uh, they beat Dayton twenty to seventeen. They beat Stetson thirty four to three. A team that you know we had our doubts about, but we I, I went ahead and played them anyway, and they rolled over Presbyterian. Uh, they beat Valpo twenty seven twenty four. Um, a team that. Uh, was screwed able, us. Yeah, that, that, that put the hose to us. There's no way they screw us two weeks in a row. I'm going back to the well. Give me uh, whoever the hell they are. Give me Maris. The Red Foxes, Scott. Give me the Red Foxes laying 13. The Red Fox, you got to love that, right? Mm-hmm. It's the yeah, big one. But it's the big one. I had a play prepared as my third one. Go eat some pot roast, T-Train. Thanks for stopping by for both of them, brother. Tell, uh, First of all, the play that I was going to do was Tulsa Tulane under 55 and a half. But I know I hate giving up the same play as you. Mm-hmm. It's the final game of the season. I gotta switch my pick. I'm taking Maris minus. Ah, uh, you pussy. So we have, so we have two have picks that are exactly the same. I have to. Right. I, I mentioned the fourth one that I would have done. Yep. It's the final game for Presbyterian. I know. Win or lose, I gotta ride it for the final game. This has been our calling card. Yep. This is what people know the show for. Yep. It. W- I would be a terrible co-host. If I wasn't fading Presbyterian, you know what? You on know what? Air in the final game, I'm doing. I'm fucking changing. I'm changing. I'm changing. Scott, I'm gonna play the over. Okay. I'm gonna play the over in the Presbyterian game. Let me get a number. Hang on. 
there it is. Uh, 71 and a half. Oh, that's a gift. It's a, okay. That's a fucking gift right there. But yeah, we just we just went through a lot of chaos, but it's the final game. I got to be a good team player. I got to take something involved in the Presbyterian game. All right. I have to. Is that fair? Is yeah, that allowed? Absolutely. And and I think the believe it or not, I think the the over is even more of a lock with this team. Uh, it should be. Uh so yeah, I'm going to play over 7 over over 71 and a half right there. And that's your three. Okay, my final play, Scott, is going to be... We're going to have to recap those three, by the way, because yeah. we just went all over the place. I know, but yeah, I know. I'm fine with it. Cool. Uh, <laughs> Real Jolly Roger, hashtag Presbyterian Clown School. <laughs> mm-hmm. No kidding. Uh, I'm going to play Western Kentucky, Scott, a team that's been pretty good to us. Uh, Zappy. They, uh, I, I love watching this kid play. By the way, how shitty is your team where they make you stop playing before the 15th of November? Like, Yeah, you're just... That's not fun. Yeah, Presbyterian, you're just done. You're, you're just mm-hmm. done. Uh, anyway, there's a team that if you don't know Bailey Zappi, you really you really should spend a, at least an afternoon watching this Western Kentucky team play one one game. They're a lot of fun to, to watch. They average 41.3 points per game, and they have uh, they've totaled 43 or better in four of their last five. Can they just play UTSA again so we could all just have a great time? God, what a great what a great fun game that was. Uh, the, this is. As they're going up against Rice, by the way, I don't even know that I mentioned that. Uh, There's a Rice team that they played a little better. They had a nice uh, show up against UAB where they screwed us, but the uh, old Rice team has reemerged as they have uh, lost and failed to cover two straight in three of their last four. Uh, pass defense is uh, not ideal. They play a pretty decent run defense. But uh, that's not... By the way, Western uh, Kentucky can run the ball a little bit if they have to. So I think they're going to figure out a way to beat this Rice team. I like that short number, relatively speaking. Give me uh, anything anything less than three touchdowns. I'll take Western Kentucky minus the 18. Cool. So I'll go through my three plays once again. All right. I got Air Force minus two and a half at minus 110 on BetMGM. I have Temple team total under 14 and a half at minus 134 on FanDuel. And I have Marist minus 13 at minus 110 against Presbyterian. All right. Very good. I've also got uh, the Wild Blue Yonders minus two and a half. I'm taking Western Kentucky minus 18 over Rice. And I am going to change it up just a little bit. I'm going to play Presbyterian Marist. Over 71 and a half. I ain't gonna lie to you. I'm gonna play both of those plays. But just if you can parlay the two Presbyterian plays together, I think that would be I don't know what I don't know what wonderland you're living in where that's possible, but God bless you. I said if you could. If you can do that, if you've got a book that (laughs) please tell me what it is, because I I might need to sign up. So Mm -hmm. hey guys, thanks for everybody doing the double shot with us. Uh we appreciate it. Al Horford over uh seven and a half rebounds tonight. Scott, you down with that? Yeah, I don't mind it. I agree. Um, we're out of here, man. We'll we'll uh, we'll be back tomorrow, 3 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Central. Do our NFL show. Hopefully, we'll have some good college football news to spread at that point. But until then, right, by the way, so, sorry to interrupt. It was Maris 13 or 13 and a half. I had 13. Did I say 13. 13 no, I'm saying, what did you say when you introduced Thir- it? What? No, I'm like, what do you? I thought you said I was all right, Spider. 13. I'm, I'm trying. It's it's 13 flat or 13 and a half. 13 flat. It's 13 flat. Cool. Okay, it's 13. For you, it's 13, 13 and a half. For no. me, it's 13 and a half? No, it's, thir- okay, it's 13 flat. Cool. All thank right. you. And thanks, everybody, for joining us. Jay Good, Brownsbacker, The Real Jolly Roger, 
T-Train was here. Everybody was here. Fuck, you know, you guys are stopping by. We appreciate it. Good luck on all your plays. Let's go make some money, guys. Have a great day. We'll see you tomorrow. Talk a little NFL. Till then, be safe, be good. Peace.